You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. We got Sin City Steve, Simon Street, and welcome to Wrestling Talk. We don't have Matt Michaels with us. You can say he's on assignment. Um, if you listen to the DeFalco Files, which we release every week, uh, you'll know what's going down. So there's an event taking place tonight, and uh, and he's there. So uh, I'm sure we'll hear about that, or you'll hear about that as well when you listen to the show. Anyway, we got a great show for you today. We're going to do our, our regular segments. Most of it, is, of course, is going to be about the Rumble. How can it not be? Well, with that, let's uh, let's get right into it. This is our four-way stop. All right. Sin City Steve, man, what you got? All right, man. So all roads lead to WrestleMania. Huh? Oh, yeah. That was the tagline a while back, and they might as well run with that again this year uh, because Cody Rhodes won the Men's Royal Rumble, entering at number 30. Uh, just like how I thought he would. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. uh, Cody spent about 15 minutes in the match, recorded five eliminations. Uh, he threw out Gunther to end the match, which uh, Gunther started off at the number one spot, went the distance until the end. Uh, it was actually the first time in recorded Rumble history that the number one and number 30 competitors uh, were the final two in the match. Uh, Gunther did also break the traditional rumble rec, uh, rumble record, Royal rumble record, uh, <laughs> lasting one hour and 11 minutes in the match. So that's awesome there. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley also punched her ticket to WrestleMania after winning the women's Royal rumble drawing number one. Uh, she went the distance outlasting Liv Morgan who yeah. entered at number two. Uh, mm-hmm. Rhea had seven eliminations. Both rumbles were predictable as far as the end result, but that's not always a bad thing guys. Um, whenever a swerve happens, whenever there's no motive other than just to swerve the marks, that's unnecessary. Yeah. At least they went with what made sense this time. Right. And, uh, speaking of what else makes sense, Roman Reigns is still your undisputed WWE universal champion, defeating Kevin Owens, 19 minutes to the surprise of absolutely no one, but it was the post match that was the best part of the match. Uh, it was almost like as if somebody listened to the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting uh, <laughs> Wrestling Talk uh, a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this entire scenario was floated on this show. Strange. Um, <laughs> yeah, KO was handcuffed to the ropes, restrained. You know, yep. Sammy had to make a choice. Was he going to give him the kill shot? He chose not to. And ironically enough, the way that it was framed, Sammy Zayn hit Roman Reigns across the back, the exact same angle that Seth Rollins hit Roman Reigns across the back mm-hmm. to the shield 
So it all comes full circle for the tribal chief. Um, obviously, the beatdown then ensued. And uh, yeah, Sami Zayn. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he after he hit uh, Roman with the chair shot, Jimmy Uso hit him super kick. Solo spiked him. Honorary Uso shirt ripped off. And there you go. Yeah, uh, KO was forced to watch Sami Zayn get destroyed by numerous chair shots as the fans chanted "Fuck you, Roman," and we faded to black. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> awesome absolutely yeah. man absolutely and by the way if you're watching us live feel free to throw any of the comments you may have uh from the show you watched or any other thing that we're talking about throw it in the comment box we're live youtube live um twitch and facebook live so make sure to throw all the comments in the box below all right simon street four-way stop man what you got well, talking about leaving off where Sin City said spade in the black, let's talk about the match that no one really knew what it was about. But, hey, I had a couple of drinks of that Mountain Dew pitch black, and the match actually wasn't bad. Uh, the pitch black was actually a match that, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of us kind of even thought of because WWE has failed at attempts of making some other type of match, whether it be a cage match with The Fiend back in the day, where it's red. It just, just always has been terrible. However, this match was pretty damn awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd have to say, and it was done well, little small things such as, uh, I don't know, hole punch dots uh, everywhere, <laughs> neon. Uh, but the match overall, quality-wise, outside of the gimmick of Pitch Black, was actually good. Um, I felt like the match was fairly well believable you kind of had you know Bray Wyatt run rough shot over you know LA Knight but LA Knight you know still kind of in the beginning kind of held his own a little bit looked like you ain't gonna do shit to me but mm -hmm. when it comes to supernatural personas they always get in the heads of everybody and that's usually where it just comes in one match that did not have a persona at least in the middle of the match and that was alexa bliss versus your women's raw women's champion bianca belair steamed the roll through her little tiny ass so bad it was horrible <laughs> uh but at the end of the day if she had to use that persona instead of saying the night before i don't need bray wyatt i don't need uncle howdy uh maybe she would have had that that supernatural persona that would have carried her ass through the match um, other parts of, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble that was really, really, really awesome is, uh, you know, something, and, and correct me, guys, if I'm wrong, I'm not used to it. Have we ever started the Royal Rumble with the Men's Royal Rumble? Because no. I don't think we've ever had that, and I was quite surprised. I didn't know if it was announced. Was it announced, y'all? Did y'all see it was announced? Because mm -hmm. I, I didn't see it. But it wasn't too bad. It was cool to have it start, kick it off right. Um, a lot of people that kind of came out were pretty good. Um, I, I like that. Um one thing that that was 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 I think everybody's going to be talking about it. Uh, Logan Paul, uh, Ricochet, you know, basically jumping off of both ends of the ring and basically doing clothesline in the midair looked freaking fantastic. Shout out to both of those guys, because that takes a lot of timing. And I'm sure it was more Ricochet matching uh, Logan Paul with regards to that. But, man, that made for quite the moment, even people who don't watch. Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. We're telling me, did you see what that happened? But as Sin City said, uh, yes, you know, Rome, uh, Cody Rhodes is victorious. It was amazing. And uh, yeah, just leave it there. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff there. Uh, my four way stop here. I'm not going to go too much into the Roman KO because we've already heard it. The ending, though, was, was man, I'm telling you, you, you couldn't have wrote a better storyline uh to a movie than than what you see there and and not just 
write a good ending, but waiting to see like more to see what the rest of the outcome is going to come out of this. I mean, one thing you left out of this uh, Sin City as well is the fact that Jay left the ring. <laughs> he couldn't even jump into the beatdown. And it's crazy because we all know that Jay was from the beginning wasn't with Sammy at all. And then eventually, you know, man, the story on that is just great. I just can't wait to see more. It wanted, it made you want to, to just see more of what's going to happen. I'll just leave it there. I wanted to jump over a, a few other things, though. Shout out to the way NXT opened their show, which looked like it just kind of reminds you of, you know, your kids or I should say wife that sit and watch TikTok all the time of, of some sort of a fight or world star uh, <laughs> type of fighting event. But yeah, Grayson walking to PC Center, you know, and next thing you know, he's starting trouble with Braun Breaker. I just love that whole thing. And you're kind of watching uh, all of the different um, talent handles go across the 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 screen that looks looking like it's you know TikTok. I mean, it was just pretty cool how they they put all that together. I just want to shout that out. And the uh, the last thing I'll throw out there is there was a golden six shooter match at Impact Wrestling. Uh, with that, they and this is the to have a match against uh, Josh Alexander at No Surrender. So it came out to have uh, all these were passed past uh champions so rhino versus rich swan versus chris saban versus eddie edwards versus moose and versus sammy callahan as you can imagine you know you got some 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 top of the line stars in the air it was a great match i'll tell you who won that match a little later in my lookout but i, I just wanted to shout out that that was uh, a fun match to watch on impact and man i'm telling you uh they did a lot of taping out in atlanta and just watching the full crowd that they had at their show, they're slowly beginning to build that base again. I'm just saying, I've just been watching it. Even when they come to Vegas, we already see how packed they are there. But they're slowly just beginning to build where, you know, they might have to start looking for a little bit of bigger venues and not so much tiny, small ones. And I'm not saying going straight to basketball arenas. I'm just saying that, you know, where the, the the few places I've seen them at, more people are beginning to want to check them out. So it's a good look for them. Um, but that is my four-way stop. All right. Let's move right over into the two sweet for the week. All right. I'll give you this one, Simon Street. What you got? Well, my definite two sweet for the weed is shout out to all of the NXT, mostly the women who entered the Royal Rumble. It was nice to see, and they were all really good picks, a lot of shine with regards to that. And, you know, obviously with changes that have happened uh, last year, going into this year, you would expect none less. Um, you know, one person in particular wasn't NXT. However, man, uh, Michelle McCool, 43. Uh and whooping people's asses with Uggs on. I, I think they make that quite apparent. But I'm going to be real with you, man. Uh, I Michelle McCool for me, and I'm sure some of you guys may agree and other people watching the show or listening to the show. Michelle McCool was always, I felt, um, was during that time period to where we did have some people who would be women's champion that may have not deserved it. 
Some people were Divas champion, may have not deserved it. And then that's a whole nother subject. But Michelle McCool actually had has some steam to her. Mm-hmm. She's saying she she was actually good. And so obviously everybody saw in the room. Well, I just thought that was amazing. Like, wow, like you just sitting there with your daughter and everything pop up. So that was a new inventive kind of way. And she really was doing well. Um, some other things that I saw in, uh, you know, particularly the, the, the Women's Rumble, which was amazing, was, uh, I well, not amazing, but I just didn't think. You know, shout out to Nia Jax, you know, grand opening, grand closing. I, I just never really thought, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she'd get quite the pop, you know, no offense, you know. So I thought, okay, are they going to give Nia, Nia Jax a push? Yeah. No, not really. They got pushed to push the hell out. <laughs> and the last thing I'll say with Too Sweet of the Week, because these are things I just was like, damn, that's freaking too sweet, was uh, last but not least, uh, Condom. He was really in his element, man, being around in a closed, small space with all those men chasing after him, trying to just pick him up and throw him over things. Uh, He really looked really, really good. Um, I really feel like he missed not only leg day, but upper body day, because he really struggled with that Rey Mysterio mask. Uh, that must have been a real thing. It must not have been the one that you buy at the the, the stands, because he was working that shit for a while. I mean, now, truth be told, I've seen some wrestlers try to do the whole Hogan thing, can't rip the shirt off, but man, condom. Well, I guess uh, that's all I'll leave it there. That was too sweet for the week. All right, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, I'm i going to – okay, let me start off here, and then I, I'm going to see if I can uh, use my screen to show you guys something right quick. Um, first off, Cody and Gunther, that right there, too sweet for the week for me. That match was – and it's not even a match. It was a Royal Rumble, but it became a match at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that right there, I mean, that was fire. And I tell you, it actually wanted me to want more. I, if, yeah. When they have an actual match, yeah, sign me up for that. That was definitely too sweet. It wasn't just one of those quick, you know, throw you know, throw them over the rope, I mean, get it over with. No, this was like – it was crazy because this when you have those matches where you're going, okay, Cody's supposed to win this, and you're going, wait, uh, is he? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, Gunther looked like he's really kicking his ass, and I don't see how he's going to come out of this. So whenever you have one of those type of matches, man, you got to you gotta give respect to that too sweet. Now, Impact Wrestling Joe Hendry, he came up with a, a, a song in a video uh, pretty much dissing Matt Cordona, which I just, it was just great. I, I'm going to see if I can just show you guys this. This is for, for your entertainment pleasure, okay? Uh, Joe Hendry, I'm telling you, I've been a fan now, just as he's just been on the scene. He is, uh, he just, he's just fun. So let me see if I can get this so you guys can hear this. Now, if you're watching this, you'll see the video. If you listen to the podcast, you only hear audio. But this is the song that he had created for him. Uh, All right, here we go. Check this out. Chelsea says, Matt, can you come to bed? No, I'd rather play with my figures instead. She said, can we be romantic and do things we enjoy? No, me and Brian Myers spend our savings on toys. 
Now I think my girl is gonna walk out the door I'm only 37 but I look like 54 And Matt Cardona, you could be the man But there's just one problem you should understand You're the king of the indies and now you're rich But to me, you will always be Edge's bitch <laughs> You and Brian Myers, you act like kids But to me, you will always be Edge's bitch You're the king of the indies, and now you're rich But to me, you will always be Edge's bitch <laughs> To me, you will always be Edge's bitch To me, you will always be Edge's bitch That's wow. fucking awesome <laughs> Is that that awesome? Yeah, you know it's you know it's so funny because long time ago, you know, because because Chelsea Green is hot, mm-hmm. right? So when I found out that Matt was with her, I was like, "Damn, all right, lucky dude." I said, and I said this as a joke. I said, "Man, I hope he stopped playing with them toys." <laughs> and that was a long time ago. And there's no there's no disrespect. I'm just saying she she with it too, and that's his passion. I, playing with toys and or not toys collecting action figure stuff he's into that but i'm saying it's interesting <laughs> that you put that out there because that was the number one thing most people were thinking about <laughs> right yeah i just had to i just had that was just hilarious great great stuff man yeah i got start watching impact wrestling find access watch it it's exciting all right since city's team man too sweet for the week all right so everyone is obviously buzzing about the royal rumble but i do want to give my first two sweet for the week to Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal. Ah. Uh, obviously, Mark is yeah. Jay Briscoe's t- former tag partner and brother. Uh, Jay Lethal, one of Mark, uh, one of Jay Briscoe's fiercest rivals during his time in Ring of Honor. They went out in the main event of Dynamite in a very emotional match. Uh, I mean, Jay Lethal was crying on the way to the ring. Uh, they absolutely killed it. Uh, they had a great, great match. I, I found it very poetic that Mark made his AEW debut on what would have been Jay Briscoe's 39th birthday mere days after Briscoe passed away. Wow. Um, Mark hit the froggy bow off the top rope through a table and uh, finished the match with a Jay Driller to a massive ovation. Good on Tony Khan, good on the fans, good on anybody involved for pushing WBD to allow Mark Mm -hmm. to be on AEW TV this past week and every week going forward. So Mm. great work there. Too sweet for the week to everyone involved. Um, Also, the commentators for the Royal Rumble were on fire all (laughs) night long. Um, Pat McAfee was a shoot surprise for Michael Cole. Um, Michael Cole legit did not know that they would have had a third person out there, oh. let alone McAfee. That was something that they chose to uh, to keep under wraps from Cole. So that was his. Um, ah, that's cool. That was that was really awesome to see. Yeah. Especially because you could see the genuine happiness on Michael Cole's face. Yeah. Um. Very very cool stuff. Um. Corey Graves, Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, all killed it all night long. Too sweet for those guys. Um. Also, Cody may have won the men's rumble. But Gunther was the MVP of that match. Oh, yeah. Fucking excellent work (laughs) by Gunther. Uh, Also, Sheamus entered at number two, lasted 52 minutes, gave a great showing on his 45th birthday. Too sweet to those guys. Yeah. And last but not least, the Bloodlines acting during that final segment of the pay-per-view, excuse me, premium live event, was (laughs) fucking great. 
Um, amazing storytelling by everyone involved. Everyone had a role to play. Everyone yeah. played that role perfectly. Yes. And, you know, even though this ending may have been seen a mile away, it was definitely the right thing to do to set us up on the road to WrestleMania. Absolutely. Good stuff there, man. All right. Let's go right into our WTF of the week. All right, so I'll jump in here right quick. Impact Wrestling had a 73-year-old man, Mike Jackson, have a match for the X Division title against Trey Miguel. The fuck? I'm confused. Why are you bringing out a man? And listen, Trey did the best he could, man, to bump and... And, and pretend, but I just don't understand what that was about. Maybe that was, uh, I don't know, maybe he they, they owed him something and whatever. But but we don't. Maybe they were trying to redo uh, the, the last Ric Flair match. Well, the second to last Ric Flair match. I, 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 <laughs> I have no idea. But if we could just keep 73-year-old wrestlers out of the ring for matches, I will definitely... Uh, uh, prove that also um uncle howdy yeah i mean it's always great to see him but how do you miss um uh, la night by so far away like how do you not <sighs> it was pretty bad i mean almost to the point where even la he kind of did his best to try to position himself so he could at least look like he fell on top of him but it was it, it, uh, I don't know. What the, the fuck? damn mask <laughs> and the hat? The hat didn't even freaking move. I'm, I'm, I was ready to collect bets in my house. I'm like, I bet you that hat come off in midair. No, nah, sure hell didn't. They must have stapled that shit to his head. <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, that is my WTFs for the week, man. Um, I tell you what, let's go over to you, sister. Do you have any WTFs? Do I? Ah, I got quite a few. Actually. Okay, <laughs> little little quick hitters, but sure. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Bianca Belair. Mm. Seven minutes of a match that could easily have been done on any throwaway edition of Monday Night Raw. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I genuinely am curious. Is Kofi Kingston going to be starting a new streak for botched elimination escape attempts? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, this is sadly the second year in a row um, the, where he's attempted some crazy theatrics and... It's botched. So, yeah. you know, they have to make accommodations, you know, kind of buy some time, shift some stuff around, whatever. I mean, maybe that could be the new gimmick for him going forward in the Royal Rumble. He goes for these elaborate escapes and then fucks it up in some way. Yeah. Who knows? At yeah. least work it into an angle. Right. Um, Nia Jax in the fucking Royal Rumble. No one wanted to see that. Mm. I mean, I, I really wish this was a one and done. But I'm afraid to report that she has a new T-shirt on WWEshop.com, <laughs> so it doesn't look like she's going away. Wow. Well, you know why, though? Fuck. You know why, though? She's not like most girls. No, fuck that. <laughs> um, Uncle Howdy. I know you just mentioned it, Impact. Yeah. But, I mean, that coffin drop that he tried? Yeah. Completely missed him. I, I don't get it. And yeah. then, of course, the fucking puppets just popping up there at the end. <laughs> like, I can I can get behind the pitch black match. I didn't hate the pitch black match. Yeah. Um, I, I actually thought that it exceeded my expectations. Um, 
they kept it at five minutes. So it was just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You know, spot, spot, spot. That way there wasn't any kind of real downtime. Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't mind this kind of stuff every now and then, but don't make it an every month thing with Bray Wyatt, please. Yeah, um, I get that. Obviously, you know, they kept it efficient with the timing. Um, what wasn't efficient, though, was Hardy. What uh, the fuck? Moreover, <laughs> who the fuck? I forgot I mean, that one. <laughs> the song sucked ass. Right. It, there was one fan in the crowd that appreciated the performance. Now, keep in mind, this performance started at 1130 Eastern. So obviously, yeah. you know, typical pay-per-views run until 11 midnight. They're setting up band equipment at 1130. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Yeah. And that one fan, they had to keep an ISO shot on her because she was the only one reacting to the entire <laughs> fucking song. Right. That was maybe his family. It was probably his girlfriend or something. But... No, that was his family. <laughs> oh, okay. Same thing. Oh, man. All right, man. Good. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good stuff there, Citizen City. Let me go to you, Simon Street. Any WTFs? Oh, man. You know, uh, uh, it, it sucks when, you know, I don't know, you know, Impact, you know, mm-hmm. you've been with your lady for X amount of years. Yeah. Right? I've been with a lady quite a few times and different women mm-hmm. since you've been You know, time limit is always an interesting thing. How us men perceive time and how women perceive time are two different things. Mm-hmm. Even to the point to where if they say, hey, would you like to do the dishes? I ask when, because you know, if I say, okay, they might want it done now. Right. The reason why I bring up time and women is, is uh, Chelsea Green uh, <laughs> made history at the Royal Rumble. But you know, uh, unfortunately, um, I guess she was figuring on being in the Royal Rumble a little bit longer, enough time for Matt Cardona to stop playing with his dolls and stuff. <laughs> And she was very upset with the fact that, you know, hey, I, 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 now I have all this downtime I have to kill. Um, it was cute, but I still was like, what the fuck? What? What was the purpose? She's. We know that she's been on contract for quite some time with WWE. You know, they just haven't greenlighted her or gave her story or work or whatever. But I still don't see the purpose of it. Did somebody get hurt? Did y'all get a report? Did anybody get a report? Why do we need to see her? Which sucks because she can actually be entertaining in those type of matches. Uh-huh. I don't understand why that was part of the thing. I think another, um, you know, uh, what the fuck that, that that really just has my mind just just really boggling is uh, is is just Otis. What are we gonna do with Otis? <laughs> we had him take the spot in the Rumble. To be honest with you, I'd rather have Bronson Reed take his spot. And it's nothing against Otis, who he is as a person, but I just feel like okay, he's mm-hmm. big, he's everything, he's grounded. Uh, that's all we heard and and it just gets to the point where i just i just don't understand it for the life of me mm-hmm. why are we still doing this another what the fuck and no offense to her either i just don't know why they can't book her the way she needs is uh be fat mm. what was that what was that i actually thought she was gonna to, to do something else she had some somewhat almost kicks mm-hmm. but you know i've seen other people do better kicks <laughs> i'd rather see a duplicate clone copy of booker t who didn't do that well? <laughs> Be and take B-Fab's place. At least I get another spinning room. I don't know. Those are my other what All right. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Let's go right into the lookout. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
Let's go with you, Sin City. What are you looking out for? Simon Street, you mentioned earlier the Ricochet Logan Paul spot. Well, mm. I'm going to talk for a second about Logan Paul. And I really want to see what this build is going to look like to the inevitable Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul match at WrestleMania. Mm. I think that Seth has shown that he can use social media to further storylines and angles. What a better person to get into the ring with than Logan Paul. So I, I genuinely think that these guys have the definite potential to steal the show at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said it. Uh, also, wow. Sami Zayn needs that universal title shot next month at Elimination Chamber. It's in Montreal. Mm -hmm. His face has already been printed and plastered on the chairs. Sami needs to face Roman in order for the storyline to play out. He also needs to lose the match, but come up just short. Maybe one way to you know tie a ribbon around this whole thing is to have Jey Uso come back and actually cost Sami Zayn the match. That leads to KO and Sami versus the Usos at Mania for the tag titles. Mm. And that is how you get there. Okay. Uh, elsewhere, we got the return of Asuka at Mania, mm -hmm. but she looked a little bit different. Especially yeah. to the WWE audience, she had her face paint on that she would normally wear in Japan under the Kana yep. character, mm -hmm. uh, where she was most notable for working as a heel. And I really, really want to see Asuka wreck shop as a heel like the universe has never seen in a WWE ring. And last but not least, next week from Dayton, Ohio, a venue where I've seen more wrestling shows than any other, the Irvin J. Nutter Center in Dayton, Ohio. AEW brings us what should be a fucking fire edition of Dynamite. Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen 3, no holds barred for the TNT title. John Moxley versus Hangman Page Part 3. Okay. And Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that is that's uh, I, I, I gotta give you props for that. That sounds like a real good card right there. All right, let's see, man. Uh, here I jump here in the lookout. Uh, I'm actually looking out to see what's. I'm looking out for Monday and Friday, <laughs> everything to see now what's going to happen, who comes out, uh, what else is the build is going to be. Uh, again, like I I mentioned, what the way the show ended with uh, the bloodline. It's like, okay, I need more. What's about to happen? Where where are we leading off to? This is that that cliffhanger in, in, in a in a show that you you you're so into that you just cannot wait to watch the following week just to see. Luckily we don't have to wait a week. I just have to wait till uh well we record this on Sunday. So tomorrow, which would be Monday, uh, I just can't wait to see. And then of course this Friday what we can start looking out for moving towards WrestleMania. Also, I mentioned earlier before about this uh, golden six-shooter match that they had in Impact Wrestling. Well, the winter of that match was Rich Swan, So that's pretty interesting. Rich Swan's going to go against Josh Alexander. Um, it, I think it will make a good match. There's no heel, though, in this case. So this is just going to be, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, a presentation of uh, of just good sportsmanship, I guess. Uh, but you know, nevertheless, uh, we that will be the match or the main event for No Surrender here in Las Vegas, 
February 24th uh, at Samstown. So uh, that's what be our main event is is to see Josh and Rick. Of course, anything can happen before then, but that's kind of the way it's looking right now for um, you know for the lookout. All right, let me move over to you, Simon Street. What are you looking out for, man? Well, you know, I got two things that I'm looking out for. Uh, first and foremost is Rhea Ripley. Uh, I've said for the longest time, Rhea Ripley, even before they started on TV saying that she really run the show and mommy is here, came about. I even posted on her Twitter a long time ago. Rhea is the big deal. And I'm going to go a little bit further because really there's nobody that can really stack up to Bianca Belair right now. I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? Without having to be inventive, without having to do things. But if you're talking about even Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, I'm almost certain that's where that's going to go. But at the same time, though, we have Charlotte, who's SmackDown Women's Champion. We might get a little bit of flashback of what happened because, you know, Rhea might still be feeling some kind of way with this new mommy persona that she has. She might just go through and say, I'm, I'm going to go against Queen. So that decision of who she's going to pick is really good. And I know that's what they planned out. And I was really happy with that. I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan. Yeah. Secondly, Gunther. As it was mentioned to by y'all gentlemen earlier, I like how they showed Gunther proper shine because I said it a long time ago. When he first came to SmackDown, I said, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline don't be interacting and catering when he there. I don't see none of that, right? Mm -hmm. But I liked how McIntyre, Sheamus, uh, who else? They were all trying to go at your boy. Boy stand tall. He didn't get it done at the Rumble, but I'm going to tell you right now, your Intercontinental Ring General is going to be the number one spotlight and still is, and I'm telling you right now, Whoever want to step up, you better make sure you had that same doctor that Cody Rhodes had who fixed his pet. Because y'all have to get that. That chest going to be lit up like Daniel Bryan. Telling you, Gunther, 100%, hands down. Rhea Ripley, Gunther, 2023 is all theirs. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, got to agree, man. I I I have mentioned that, um, you know, the Intercontinental uh, Championship, have have never looked uh just so legit and prestige as a title that we remember like back in the day than than right now <laughs> you know what he's doing for that title is just amazing that and and you it's it's only a matter of time i, I don't oof. when he end up taking control of that uh universal title he's going to have it for some time <laughs> or at least he should i should put it that way um okay Good stuff, man. Let's get right into the best in show. Yep, yep. Well, I'm sure all of us will pretty much uh, may say the same thing. Uh, Royal Rumble for sure uh, was best in the show. Uh, it's... um. It, it gave us it gave us what we were looking for. Um, a lot of things were predictable, but still, um, like uh, Sin City said, you know, I mean that predictability is not necessarily a bad thing. It's how thing is presented. How is it? How you know how how is how does it how is it presented in a way that keeps you entertained? And I'm gonna tell you one thing: when we were watching what was happening at the end with 
the bloodline in the ring, if you looked, the entire arena was on their feet. And I can tell you, everybody who's sitting at the house were just looking going, oh, my God, what's about to happen? Because, you know, it's like, what are you going to do, Sammy? You can see he's conflicted. The man is just on fire. I mean, if there was a, some some real legit awards, I mean, for best supporting actor in an Oscar, Sammy freaking Zang has to walk out and get that because this guy sells it all the time. Um, best in show, Royal Rumble for me. Uh, but I, I tell you, just that last segment was just something else. Um, Simon Street, best in show for you. Um, I'm definitely going to say best in show, like we all going to say is the rumble. Um, some of the things that, that I saw that was really good is, um, trying new things, taking chances and executing them well, even when things don't go good and uncle Howdy can't hit a mark, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and the puppets, I guess we're getting pleasure up top. I'm going to leave it at that. But my point is, is, uh, it, you know, they took chances, right? Uh, and, and that's the one thing that I will say, you know, WWE, where it's at right now, man, it's like you you really got to get your shit on a whole nother level to be trying to pitch black match. You also got to get your shit on a level to just change the format first time ever and have the men's rumble go off first. You know, what I mean, you, you, you really got to be trying some things. But a lot of the picks made sense. I particularly uh, appreciate the women's Royal Rumble. Almost every female contestant there Mm -hmm. was a legitimate qualified female wrestling. There's no digs toward uh, Zena Vega. We know she can go, but her role is not always in that mode all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy we didn't get a, a, you know, the Bella twins, no disrespect to them, but I don't, I, I, it was picked by elevating. Hey, and especially with NXT, Mm -hmm. that rock, that roster is deep. Didn't even get a chance to talk about it in the show. Zoe Stark, come on. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Indy Hartwell, come on. They didn't just pick some people. You know what I mean? You got yeah. the NXT women's champion, right? I mean, come on. So at the end of the day, I appreciate WWE for doing that. For me, it shows that uh, you know, they say then now, forever together. It's more like uh motherfuckers, our roster's deep. What the fuck y'all gonna do? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, Sin City Steve, man, what you got? I am going to say eight. I can't even joke. <laughs> WWE Royal Rumble. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, without question, man. It, it, absolutely great show, top to bottom. Um, I mean, they went they went the right direction with the winners of the Rumbles. Um, you definitely built some new stars in solidifying Gunther. And, you know, there, there were a couple of the women's performances that were definitely notable. I mean one thing that really did get overshadowed in, in all of this is that Liv Morgan did draw number two and she was the last woman eliminated. Yeah. So he went wire to wire, just like Rhea did. Um, yeah. So that, that can't go without being said. Um, now you mentioned the, uh, the chops that Cody took to his peck, dude, if ever they were going to test the peck and make sure that modern medicine <laughs> is working, put him in the ring with somebody like Gunther for 10 minutes in an impromptu match, uh, right. which was fucking great. Right. Um, but I mean, yes, the Bianca Belair, Alexa bliss match mm-hmm. missed the mark. Yes. The, uh, the musical performance sucked, whatever. Those are minor bumps in the road. Yeah. This show was 
fucking great. Yes. Royal Rumble without question. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Perfect, man. Thank you, uh, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, this was our wrestling talk for the week. We'll do it again next week as well. Uh, for y'all who are watching, we're going to be right back on starting our three count. We got three good topics. We kind of uh, uh, showed you what those topics would be on the scroll below if you were watching. Uh, but other than that, thank everybody for hanging out with us. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Take care. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.